This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Matt Walsh. Carly Fiorina performed well. In the debate, her closing statement was compelling. Her answer on Planned Parenthood was was stirring. Her comeback to Donald Trump's comment about her face was smart. She made Donald Trump look like an imbecile, but of course that's not a difficult thing to do. She had good answers on things. I'm still very hesitant about her track record ideologically and because of her business track record. Matt Walsh. Available on demand anytime at theblaze.com slash radio. Experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello. How are you? Welcome to the broadcast. Well, you know, there's so much every every week to get to. We might as well just kick it off with, you know, the, uto- the utopia of the anti-gun faction in America was the UCC campus in Oregon. It was a gun-free zone. Security guard unarmed with mace. One person showed up, broke the no-gun zone rule. <gasps> and... Horrifically killed nine people. One gun. One gun. Other than the killers. Could have stopped him and saved lives. To quote uh, Bill O'Reilly, you don't even mention the carnage in Chicago. Speaking of our president, as he spoke, and of course, hawked his... We have to get rid of the Second Amendment. You mentioned the individual things like what happened in Oregon, but Chicago, it doesn't even exist. Bill then spoke on the issue of individual gun ownership, saying that police are a reactive force and that citizens should be allowed to arm themselves. I have a right to protect myself because there are crazed animals like the guy in Oregon. There are people like that who will come after innocent people for no reason, and you're going to deny me protection? If I live in rural Oregon, where the nearest cop is 40 miles away, I can't have a gun to protect my family? Great sense. One man, one man stood up to the crazy man killing Christians, Chris Mintz. I wonder if he'll be invited to the White House. I mean, it may have already happened, right? Right. Abortion still on the table. No pun intended. Speaker of the House. Battles going on in Washington, D.C. War in the Middle East. Yes, more war in the Middle East, and it's getting worse. Russia making a statement saying they're going to take it over. Perhaps uh, it's making more sense now when our president told... uh, the ambassador, just tell Vladimir I'll have more leeway after the election. We know now millions without jobs. It does appear uh, almost every day that we are on a path of being doomed, heading to uh, doomedon. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And I'm sure throughout the day here on the Blaze Radio Network, you're going to hear more of 
how we are on that path of being doomed. Hurricane Jaqueen, Joaquin, 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 Joaquin. And the cone of death has moved farther east, so it looks like the east coast is going to be spared. The east coast of the United States, Bahamas, got hammered. And uh, we still have the big storm. I know they have the big storm pushing across. Pushing across the country, so there's plenty of rain and flooding. That's why they were so worried about the hurricane, because it was going to cause more water and more flooding. But the hurricane uh, played along and just started moving east, which is good news. But we do have good news, at least in the DFW area. Uh, Bluebell Ice Cream. Uh, We'll be entering phase two on November 2nd, 2015. It means the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area, of which we are a part of here at the Mercury Broadcast Center. Uh, We'll be getting uh, Bluebell ice cream back on the shelves. Yay! (laughs) Those of you that don't have Bluebell ice cream in your area, you know, sorry. Uh, Not my fault. You should move to where it is. Bluebell will be expanding in the next few years, but you should just move to where it is. I'll never forget when they first moved to Florida, and you're like, okay, Bluebell, that's great, thank you. And they were such good ambassadors of their product, and they really turned people onto their product. And it's I'm looking forward to hopefully having a little Bluebell here at the Mercury Studios. Uh, when they uh, enter phase two. Uh, no question about that. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. If you want to participate, you can always tweet me, Jeffy MRA. You can Facebook me, Jeff Fisher Radio. I've got a tweet from uh, EbolaOutbreakMap.com. Hey, Jeffy, are you going to mention the 30,000 West African refugees that arrived at U.S. airports? Over 40 had Ebola symptoms. No, I hadn't planned on it. Uh, tweet from, uh, at Vecca Fitzfrancis, looking forward to more silly jokes to tell my four-year-old nephew. I've got one for you today. Okay. My son came downstairs last night with his new joke. He's upstairs. He's writing jokes. I think he's a comedian. His new joke from last night. Hey, dad. What do you call a lion making copies? A copycat. Thank you. Thank you very much. And the headlines, I love, if you go to theblaze.com, it was a fantastic uh, quote from uh, Mike Rowe on our uh, very own uh, Irving, Texas uh, clockmaker, Ahmed Muhammad. Uh, it's amazing that Americans don't even know what a bomb looks like anymore. Sad, sad, sad. And if you look across the headlines of the blaze, I mean, it's amazing, uh, amazing how, I don't want to say dumb, but how strange we are as Americans today. Uh, you've got the shooters, you've got the Jeopardy contestants that react to the question about American Sniper. No idea. No idea who Chris Kyle is. Amazing. Perhaps, 
perhaps, and I, you know, I, don't, I don't know this, but perhaps had, I don't know, our administration, someone that heads the administration, I don't know, like the president, would have thanked him for his service and how sad it was that he got, that he was murdered. Uh, perhaps more people would be aware. But it was a big movie, American Sniper. You'd think maybe, uh, you know, you're going on Jeopardy. You could be aware of it. But apparently not. We have got so much to get to. I don't even, you know, all this top story news drives me insane. You cover it all week long. You're going to get some, you're going to get some more of it throughout the day and throughout the weekend on the Blaze Radio Network, which is great. That's what we're here for. You've got Michael Pelka coming up after this broadcast, uh, Andrew WK, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags, all right here on your Saturday on the Blaze Radio Network. But we've got a lot, and there's plenty, plenty of other news and other stories that we need to cover and that you need to be aware of. Because not only will you be talking about the things that I just mentioned around the water cooler on Monday, <laughs> I'm going to give you some new stuff to talk about. Yeah. You're welcome. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Buck Sexton. You've got... Uh, the Turks bombing the Kurds. You've got the Russians bombing the Free Syrian Army. You've got the U.S. bombing ISIS. You've got Jordan bombing ISIS, or at least they were for a while. The George just, it's not going to happen. They're not going to be able to do it. They're not going to uh, be a major part of this air campaign, because we're not even sure we should have a major air campaign. The Russians, however, are sure. Buck Sexton. Weekdays, noon to 2 p.m. Eastern, on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. So, thank you so much for uh, coming along for the ride today. You can always uh, tweet me, Jeffy MRA, or Facebook me, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio. I was uh, leaning back, watching a little TV earlier this week, and I forget what stupid show I was watching. But uh, a commercial came on, and it's a commercial I hadn't seen before. It's, uh, it shows, uh, and it's, it looked kind of bougie, but it was talking about sleep and I was like, ah, okay. And so instead of fast forwarding through my DVR, I watched it because I'm a freak that way. And the entire thing is unbelievable. So I'm going to play it for you and then we'll talk about if they really, if it works for you or not. Sleep. Remember when it welcomed you like a friend? Then it became more elusive. But why? When you have insomnia, it may affect the wake neurotransmitters in your brain, disrupting your wake and sleep messages. Balsamra is a prescription medicine for adults who have trouble falling or staying asleep. 
Valsamara is thought to help turn down wake messages by targeting and inhibiting the action of orexin, a neurotransmitter that plays a central role in sending wake messages. Only Valsamara works this way. Do not take Valsamara if you have narcolepsy. Uh-oh. When taking Valsamara, don't drive or operate heavy machinery until you feel fully awake. Wait. Walking, eating, driving, or engaging in other activities while asleep without remembering it the next day have been reported. Wait, what? Valsamara should not be taken together with alcohol. Okay. Abnormal behaviors may include aggressiveness, confusion, agitation, or hallucinations. Wait. The temporary inability to move while falling asleep or waking up and temporary leg weakness have also been reported. Wait. In depressed patients, worsening depression, including risk of suicide, may occur. What? Alcohol may increase these risks. You already said Side that. effects include next day drowsiness. Wait. Oh, but it's perfect. <sighs> uh. Sleep. Ask your doctor about Belsamra. Come on now. Come on. Are we seriously, are you seriously telling me that we've got products that are like that and we're going to run this disclaimer like that and you're going to say to yourself, oh, that's a product I want? Do not take Belsamra if you have narcolepsy. Don't drive or operate heavy machinery until fully awake. Walking, eating, driving, or other activities while asleep without remembering it the next day have been reported. Should not be taken together with alcohol. Okay, I mean, i give them that one. Abnormal behavior may include aggression, confusion, agitation, hallucinations. Huh. Temporary inability to move while falling asleep or waking up or temporary leg weakness have been reported. Huh. In depressed patients, worsening depression, including risk of suicide, may occur. Alcohol may increase these risks. You've already told us not to be taken with alcohol. Side effects include neck day drowsiness. Yeah, it's a sleep pill. That is unbelievable. Now, do disclaimers really work? I don't know. Uh, I, you know, I guess I, I sometimes I think they're kind of silly. Uh, but other times I'm thinking uh, with a product, oh, I don't know, like, I don't know, Belsamra. Uh, that's a sleep medication. And yet we're letting, we're saying, hey, it's a sleep medication, but... Really, don't forget about this. Do not take Balsamra if you have narcolepsy. When taking Balsamra, don't drive or operate heavy machinery until you feel fully awake. Walking, eating, driving, or engaging in other activities while asleep without remembering it the next day have been reported. Balsamra should not be taken together with alcohol. Abnormal behaviors may include aggressiveness, confusion, agitation, or hallucinations. The temporary inability to move while falling asleep or waking up and temporary leg weakness have also been reported. In depressed patients, worsening depression, including risk of suicide, may occur. Alcohol Uh, may increase these risks. Side effects include next day drowsiness. Unbelievable. Makes me want to take that medication. Ah, sleep. Ask your doctor about Belsamra. I mean, maybe we just say, um, you know, make sure you... Talk to your physician. That'd be a wonderful thing. Now, maybe everything needs a maybe everything needs a uh, disclaimer. Uh, side effects include headache, nausea, vomiting, death, dizziness, dysentery, cardiac arrhythmia, mild heart explosions, varicose veins, darkened stool, darkened soul. 
may cause vomiting, hemorrhoids, diabetes. I mean, mild discomfort. I, we can go on and on and on. Maybe they all just have the massive disclaimers on everything. But I cannot believe that, oh, I can't sleep. I know, I know, I know I might be able to um, not move my legs when I lay down after I take it, or my legs will be weak and I'll stand up and fall down when I get up to go to the bathroom, but I still want it. I still want to take it. It's okay. You know, I drive a bulldozer every day. I'm going to take Belsamra and just drive it myself. Drives me crazy. I just, I'm sorry, but that disclaimer just drove me crazy. Now, Last night, I see a story about a lady who has a bear in Alaska uh, eating her kayak. And I'm thinking, okay, well, you're filming it for one thing. Perhaps you should put the camera or phone down, which no one does in today's world. And we'll get to that a little bit later on in the show. Uh, but you're hollering at the bear. When you watch and listen to the video, and I'm going to play some of this audio. I don't know that I can take the whole two minutes because she is agonizing. But she gets the bear's attention, and the bear leaves the kayak alone, okay, and starts kind of wandering up toward her. So instead of saying, go on now, get out of here, she pepper sprays it. Now, she pepper sprays the bear. Now, if pretend you're the bear for a second. All right, I left your kayak alone. I'm going to wander around. I'm going to come up here and check you out. Then I'm going to get out of here. You're welcome. And then you're going to pepper spray me? Okay, that's enough. I'm not doing you any more favors. Let's... Take a listen to this and see if I can take the very much of it. Thank you for leaving my kayak alone. See? Uh-oh. I'm going to pepper spray you in the See, face. he's wandering up toward her. Oh, no. That's what I'm going to do to you. Oh, see, there it is. Pepper sprays the bear. Now the bear is like, what the hell? He's like, I'm out. Go All right, away. That's it. No, I'm not, no, I'm not going away. Get away. No, you pepper sprayed Get me. Get away from that kayak. You Come pepper here. sprayed me, bitch. Come on. I am. Stop and plus, it, you're bear. annoying. If I'm the Stop bear. It. All right, pause this for just a second. Okay. If I'm the bear, right about now, I'm thinking, okay, I can't take her much longer. All right. What I should do is stop eating this kayak for a second and get rid of her. And then go back to the kayak. Let's see if he does. Bear! Bear! You're breaking it! You're breaking my kayak! Why are you doing that? Has you pepper sprayed me? Why are you breaking my kayak? What am I gonna do? Why are you breaking my kayak? Has you pepper sprayed? Oh my god. Bear! Stop that! No no one would bring this bear Bear, down if he mauled her right now. Oh, she's going to cry now. Oh, no. Oh, no. Why are you doing that? Bear, please stop. 
I was uh, wandering there, around. Bear, stop that. Oh, stop that's great. That. I bear, am all for this bear. Bear, bear, stop that. <laughs> so bear, she's, stop you know, she's that. stuck in Alaska. I hope she had to swim in that freezing bear, water. Bear, stop that. Oh, I can't take it because the bear doesn't stop it. Good for him. I had to please shut her off. I can't take it. Very disappointing that the bear just didn't end her right there. Very disappointing. Wow. Anyway, bear, good for you. Good for you, bear. I'm not joking. The Jeff Fisher Show, the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show is on. That it is. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can dial that number at any time. You may not reach this program, but you can dial it at any time. Uh, 6 to 8 a.m. Eastern, you can reach this program with that phone number. And then uh, Mike Opelka, Andrew WK, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags, all today on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, I saw Michael Pelka tweeted his little holiday stamp possibilities for his uh, his show, and, and that'd be a that'd be a nice little thing to have the uh, the Merry Christmas uh, Puro Pelka stunt brain stamps, uh, you know, to give away. I was more you know thinking about maybe you know I you know I don't know what he's giving away today. Apparently, we're not we can't give stamps away, right? Unless I mean, how much budget does that show have? If he's got a budget to give away stamps. I need to rethink uh, rethink my deal. Wait, I have a deal? No, I don't. Let's talk about crime, shall we? Crime. Crime in America. Sometimes crime makes you think, you know, if people are that stupid, maybe the crime is worth doing. No? Okay. So, how many of you want an iPad mini? Yeah, I mean, everybody wants a little iPad mini now and then, right? Of course you do. Yeah, I let the kids play with it, have it around the house, put some music on it, goof off, put a little games on it, goof off with the kids on it. You know you like them. Maybe take it to the gym. (laughs) I mean, I'm not taking it to the gym. Uh, There's no way I'm taking it to the gym. I saw, (laughs) as a side note, I saw a post-it note on uh, Facebook. It may have been on my Jeff Fisher radio page, but uh, someone had posted, uh, if I'm found on a jogging trail, know that I've been murdered somewhere else and dumped here. (laughs) So if I'm found in a gym, know that I was murdered somewhere else and dumped there. But anyway, everybody wants a little iPad mini. So this lady sees a guy in a parking lot and he says, hey, 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 come here. How would you like an iPad mini? And she says, yeah, that'd be great. I've got one here for 150 bucks. I'll sell you. Oh, no. That's, I, I know. Look, uh, I can't. Uh, I can't spend that. 
but I can give you $80. $80 for an iPad mini? You're killing me. I've got to get rid of these, though. I'm, I need some money. I've got these in my back of my car. All right. All right, fine. 80 bucks. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Here's your $80. Goodbye. Thank you for the box with the iPad mini. Can't wait till I open it and find that wrapped in the bubble wrap inside the box is a piece of tile. Yeah, not an iPad mini, just a piece of tile that you haggled him down to $80 for. Okay, couple things. You got to give the guy credit, right? I mean, come on. He's selling iPad minis that's a piece of tile. Love it. I don't know where he's getting the boxes from. Uh, you know, perhaps, uh, you know, he needed a couple extra bucks. So, you know, he buys one, the kid's family needs one and he takes the boxes. Good reason not to throw out boxes though. Now, another thing is perhaps if someone comes up to you in a parking lot and says, Hey, want to buy an iPad mini for, you know, a couple hundred dollars under retail. A it's either tile. It's either tile from the bathroom. Or B, it's really is an iPad mini that was stolen and you're buying stolen property. Right? Right. So perhaps if someone comes up to you in a parking lot and says, um, hey, want to buy an iPad mini? You can say, no, thank you. Have a nice day. Good luck. I know, but I really need the money, and I got. I can give you a really good deal. No, thank you. Have a good day. I know, but I've got this iPad Mini in my car. Listen, I've got some iPads and Xbox Ones, and and some some TV bo- TV in the back of my car. I'll give you some really good prices on. I really need the cash. No, thank you. How about 80 bucks? Oh, okay. I'll give you 80 bucks for the iPad mini box that's got a piece of tile in it. Unbelievable. And then we have the lady who calls 911. And she is upset. Fort Myers, Florida. Fort Myers, Florida. Beautiful. Right? Yeah. West coast of Florida. Gorgeous. She feels uh, that she was uh, shorted on product that she purchased. And she's upset about it. Okay? Now, she felt that she bought $75 worth of product, which happened to be marijuana, and was shorted. And she was pissed. So she called 911. Dumb. Dumb. Okay, perhaps you're smoking a little bit too much pot during the day. Okay, just perhaps you're uh, you're smoking a little bit too much pot. Now the police came. Uh, the dealer who she claimed showed her uh, had no product, nothing on him, so he wasn't arrested. He's fine. He's like, I don't know what she's talking about. The bag of weed 
that she claims she bought from the dealer that was shorted to her was stuffed in the seat of her car, which got her arrested since it's illegal. When you call 911 over a drug deal that you think has gone bad, perhaps you need to lay off the drugs. Possibility that you need to lay off the drugs. This story is not. I mean, they don't claim it's under crime. I think it is. I think it was. Uh, I think it was uh, a crime. So this lady shows up in the hospital, and everybody's got the big joke about uh, her moose steak because she's got. Uh, Her hair is full of builder's foam, and they claim that this lady mixed up hair mousse with this builder's foam, and this builder's foam is all stuck to her hair. And <laughs> it, 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 she's got it down the side of her shirt, and, and I'm thinking, you know, okay, yeah, I got it. You were, are you that dumb? to put the builder's foam in your hair thinking it's moose. It's possible. Definite possibility. However, when looking at the top of the builder's foam, there's twigs and leaves and everything else in it. So I'm thinking that there may be more to the story, which leads me to it's probably a crime. Uh, she could have been in a part of something and then been attacked with builder's foam in her hair and that my friends is a crime one of the things we have to look forward to though is that hatachi the japanese tech giant they believe they've developed new technology that can pinpoint where and when a crime will occur yay Real Life Minority Report. I love it. The system, called Hitachi Visualization Predictive Crime Analytics, and seriously, I mean, Hitachi Visualization Predictive Crime Analytics gobbles massive amounts of data from public transit maps, social media conversations, weather reports, and more. And uses machines learning to find patterns that humans can't pick out. A human just can't handle when you get to the tens of hundreds of variables that can impact crime. Said Darren Lipscomb, an executive in Hitachi's public safety and visualization division. (laughs) The police officers usually build crime prediction models based on their personal or collective experience. But Hitachi's system doesn't need anyone to fiddle around with correlations and variable weights given a heap of data it does by itself. Huh? Yeah. The system can specify potential crime scenes down to a 200 square meter spot and assigns relative threat levels. Now, it's going to be a trial run that they're putting out there for, you know, separate handful of police departments. Uh, starting this month. And, you know, of course, we want to know how accurate the system is and does it 
Of course, we don't want to know what to profile and target innocent people. Of course, it profiles. That's what it's doing. Now, Atachi says the system may actually reduce the amount of biased police profiling since it equips officers with enough thorough information that they won't need to act on mere suspicions. Well, it is mere suspicions. It's just mere suspicions put together with all this data, and you're saying the likelihood is. But it's still a mere suspicion that the likelihood is there's going to be a crime here. But I can't wait for this to be working. And I can't wait. What are you doing standing there? We have no specific information the likelihood that you're going to commit a crime. The threat level is high that you're going to commit a crime. No, I'm good. I'm just standing here. I've decided not to commit the crime I was thinking about. Do I still get arrested? Soon enough, the answer is probably yes. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. So I posted on my Facebook page, Jeff Fisher Radio, a scene at uh, Cape Cod where rescuers are rescuing this great white shark. Now, I posted this, and I, I the reason I posted it was because of the comment made by the person who originally who posted it that I read. Of course, the Facebook doesn't post the comment. It just posts the video. So you see these people saving this great white shark who has beached itself and is either sick or, I, you know, who knows how it got stuck there. However, the post that I read originally was that, uh, you know, when this great, then they get it back in the water and they set it free and isn't it a wonderful thing. And the post is talking about uh, someday when a surfboarder is chomped from this great white shark, you're going to ask, God, why did you let this happen? And God is going to say, um, I threw him on the beach. You threw him back in. Don't ask me. And I thought that was quite uh, quite prophetic. and uh, Made a whole lot of sense. In Michigan, a farmer finds woolly mammoth bones. How about that? Huh? Kind of cool. Uh, he thought it was a, he's digging up a soy field. Saw something come up and, wait a minute, that's not a fence post. And they brought in people, they, it was amazing, paleontologists. Now, they brought in all these people and they're digging it up. And you can see the footage on theblaze.com. Uh, they've got about 20% of the mammal. They've got uh, the head, the tusk, the ribs, the vertebrae. They're saying it died about ten to 15,000 years ago. And they're guessing it was about 40 years old when it died. And they're saying that it was likely hunted, butchered, and then stored in a pond. I mean, that's just a, obviously just a guess. And they'll take a look at it later. It's, they believe that it is uh, uh, a mammoth that could be a woolly mammoth oh, or a Jeffersonian mammoth. Right. Of course it could be a Jeffersonian mammoth. I mean, just by looking at it, it could possibly be that. We'd have to 
double check that for sure. But my favorite part of this whole thing is the farmer is like, okay, um, listen, uh, this is all great and everything, and uh, I want you guys to, you know, get your little woolly mammoth thing here. But I got a soy field, and I got to stay on time here. So you got a day. Bring in your stuff. Get this thing out of here. You got a day because I got to be back on track. That is an American farmer right there. And from Michigan. Love that. Now, if you want to talk about what America is all about, you want to talk about capitalism at its finest. This story out of New York. This man makes at least $1,000 a week waiting in line. Yes, waiting in lines. Robert Samuel, founder of the business Same Old Line Dudes, claims he makes 1000 a week by holding places in lines for product releases, sample sales, Broadway shows, Saturday Night Live tickets, and other events. Huh? That is what makes America great right there. A, I don't have to stand in a line. B, I want the product that, that people are standing in line for. I'll pay you to stand there. Last week we had the lady that put the droid standing in line for her, right? Why use a droid when you can pay an American entrepreneur money to sit in a line just for you? <laughs> God bless the United States of America. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. How in the world are you? Really? Good. Glad to hear it. So, in today's world, what does it take? I see this headline. 27 ways to be a modern man. Okay. Now, does anyone really know what a modern man is? I mean, perhaps Brian Lombardi at the New York Times fashion and style section does. He's going to tell us 27 ways to be a modern man. When the modern man buys shoes for his spouse, he doesn't have to ask her sister for the size, and he knows which brands run big or small. Uh, No. Uh, Modern man... Never lets other people know when his confidence is sunk. He acts as if everything is going swimmingly until it is. <laughs> okay, Brian. Number three, the modern man is considerate. At a movie theater, he won't munch down a mouthful of popcorn during a quiet moment. He waits for some ruckus. Right now, the top three I've said no to. Uh, Number four, the modern man doesn't cut the fatty or charred bits of his filet. Every bite of steak is a privilege. 
and it goes down the hatch. Uh, yes. Now, the modern man won't blow 10 minutes of his life looking for the best parking spot. He finds a reasonable one and puts his car between the lines. Yes. Before the modern man's head's off to bed, he makes sure his spouse's phone and his kids' electronic devices are charging for the night. Well, sadly, I'd say yes to that. However, uh, my children and everybody puts me to bed first, so they need to take care of that themselves. The modern man buys only regular colas like Coke or Dr. Pepper. If you walk into his house looking for a Mountain Dew, he'll show you to the door. Uh, no. Uh, The modern man uses the proper names for things. For example, he'll say helicopter, not chopper, like some simpleton. (laughs) Having a daughter makes the modern man more of a complete person. He learns new stuff every day. That's actually sadly true. The modern man makes sure the dishes on the rack have dried completely before putting them away. Uh, The modern man makes sure someone else does that. Number 11, the modern man has never pinned a tweet, and he never will. Well, I can honestly say I don't think I've ever pinned a tweet, but I do scan Pinterest from time to time, so that's kind of sad, actually, in itself. Number 12, the modern man checks the status of his Irish spring bar before jumping into a wash. Too small, it gets swapped out. Uh, No, too Irish spring. Uh, the modern man listens to Wu-Tang at least once a week. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, the modern man still jots down his grocery list on a piece of scratch paper. The market is no place for his face to be buried in the phone. Uh, sometimes, but usually, I mean, that's what you have a phone for, right? You have the memo pad and you're good to go. The modern man has hardwood flooring. His children can detect his mood from the stamp in his Kenneth Cole Oxfords. <laughs> But I thought he didn't have bad moods because back up here at number uh, 2, right? Yes, he makes sure everything is going swimmingly until it is. So we've already blew that off. The modern man lies on the side of the bed closer to the door. If an intruder gets in, he will try to fight him off so that his wife has a chance to get away. That sounds good. Does the modern man have a melon baller? How else would the cantaloupe, watermelon, or honeydew he serves be so uniformly shaped? Shut up. The modern man has thought seriously about buying a shoehorn. How to give those away uh, with uh, with the top-notch shoes. Uh, the modern man buys fresh flowers more to surprise his wife than to say he is sorry. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, The modern man doesn't scold his daughter when she sneezes while eating an apple donut, even if the pieces fly everywhere. Why would you scold your daughter in the first place for sneezing? The modern man still ambles half-naked down his driveway each morning to scoop up a crisp newspaper. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't scoop up a newspaper. The modern man has all of Michael Mann's films on Blu-ray or whatever the highest quality thing is at the time. (laughs) The modern man doesn't get hung up. Doesn't get hung up on his phone's battery percentage. If it needs to run flat, so be it. But he makes sure everybody's charged at night. 
The modern man has no use for a gun. He doesn't own one and he never will. Uh, wrong. That modern man is wrong. The modern man cries. He cries often. Yeah, because he doesn't have a gun. He's being robbed. Number 27, people aren't sure if the modern man is a good dancer or not. That is, until the DJ plays his jam and he goes out there and puts on a clinic. (laughs) Those are 27 ways to be a modern man. From Brian Lombardi of the New York Times Fashion and style section. Uh, most of those, uh, let's say, uh, uh, no. And then I see this story. It's a nice little story. Uh, it must have been bought and paid for uh, by the uh, retirement community because the Daily Mail uh, ran this story, but it's not really, it's like an advertisement. It's, it's a, I mean, it, they throw it off as a story. and There's nowhere in it does it say this is an advertisement. So it's a story about the community. But it isn't really, a, it's, more, it's more of a fluff piece and, hey, why you can, this is why you should come here. Uh, it's talking about the boomers uh, and their retirement community of the villages. Bigger than Manhattan. It's home to more than 100,000 over 60s and 45 golf clubs. That's a pretty amazing uh, at the villages of love, at the villages in Florida. And it, it has a, an aerial view of the villages. It's pretty amazing. I don't know if you've ever seen it or been there. It's a retirement community. It's 34 square miles uh, and still expanding. Uh, it's approaching the size of central Paris, which is 40 miles, 40 square miles. And it's no kids. Kids have got to come for just a, a short period of time. Uh, and it's it's really uh, amazing. The villages uh, started in the 60s uh, from a guy in Michigan. In the, uh, they say remote cow pastures. Uh, that's what Florida was. Okay, Florida still is a pretty big cattle producer. But uh, Florida, swamplands, farms, okay? Uh, that's where you get the cracker from, because the farmers used to ride their horses and use whips, okay? The crack of the whip. Okay. Uh, they have big dancing. They've got shows people in their fancy-smancy golf carts. That's what you drive around the villages in. You don't really need a car. Uh, it shows people never leaving uh, the villages. There's no reason to leave uh, unless, you know, they have to go pick somebody up at the Orlando airport or they want to go, you know, maybe to uh, go to the west or east coast of Florida for, uh, you know, a beach run, an official beach run on the oceans. But they've got the pools, they've got the little cities, they've got movie theaters, they have uh, a little lake, they've got everything, okay? And the only thing that it doesn't talk about here in the wonderful, I'm spending my kids' inheritance, uh, 45 golf courses, 600 holes, 100 miles of paths, uh, little ponds, big pools, uh, model boats, shows the big, huge water tower of the villages. It's beautiful. The other thing they don't talk about is um, uh, the big party that goes on. At the villages, uh, they have a huge amount of uh, recurring sexual diseases. 
Uh, they have a recurring amount of people getting arrested for sex in public. Uh, there's a huge market for... <laughs> there's a huge market for Viagra. And, and when I say illegal Viagra, it just means that it's, you know, you're getting it without a doctor's prescription and it's, you know, on the street Viagra. And people are getting busted all the time for uh, having sex uh, in public or in their golf carts. Uh, people, old men are fighting over women. Uh, so when our vice president tells you how great this particular place is, you better believe it is. Oh, where's Joe Biden? Where's my man Joe Biden? Tell me you have Joe Biden. Just America's friendliest hometown. The village. America's friendliest hometown, the villages. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I got worried for a second. I can't talk about the villages and how great it is and how wonderful and how how many little sexual diseases they're having and what great sex they're having and the illegal street value market of Viagra without having a drunken Joe Biden tell me. What a tremendous place the villages is. Let me hear Joe one more time, please. Make it make it a happy, happy moment about the villages. The villages, America's friendliest hometown. The villages, America's friendliest hometown. The villages. <laughs> He could be running for president. God help us. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Pure Opelka, Stunt Brain, Mike Opelka, coming up immediately following this broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. And of course, Monday through Friday, you've got Doc and Skip, Glenn Beck, Buck Sexton, Jay Severin, Pat and Stu. Hello. There's no need to go anywhere else than right here on the Blaze Radio Network. And don't forget about Sundays, too. David Barton, Bill Handel, Jackie. I, I'm telling you, just lock it in and leave it at theblaze.com slash radio. Uh, you can always tweet me, Jeffy MRA, or Facebook me, Jeff Fisher Radio. Congratulations are in order. Congratulations are in order to the NFL. Uh, the NFL should be very proud. Very, very proud. They have now gone uh, for the first time since uh, 2009, uh, one month, one month, uh, without a player being arrested. 
Congratulations, NFL. Tremendous. Things are working out for you. You're doing good. You're doing good. Listen, to be arrested in the NFL, I mean, it's it's really, you have to really want to be an idiot and be arrested in the NFL. Uh, you make enough money to provide yourself with enough resources to keep yourself out of harm's way with the law. And yet, so many players just continue to be, well, let's call them idiots, shall we? And that's exactly what they are. It is unbelievable to me that that so many players want to fail. It's, it's as if they want to fail. And so... I mean, you know me, okay? Then I see this story. You know me. I am Mr. Fashion. I love fashion. And I truly do. I, I joke around about that, but I truly do. And I know I'm not, I am, you know, personally not Mr. Fashion. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I've been, you know, Mr. Fat Guy, even though I lost a bunch of weight, it was simple to lose, gain some back. I mean, I, but I do love fashion. And I watch a lot of fashion stuff, and I pay attention to, uh, some of the designers and what's going on out there in the world. And I like to see some of the new stuff. And, I, you know, I understand it. I understand what's going on. And if I could uh, turn myself into, you know, a person that could wear many designer things, uh, I would. But I can't. Even with Simple to Lose, uh, I can't. Okay. It's not, not going to happen. I've given up on my runway hopes. But then I see the Paris Fashion Week, and I'm paying attention, and I have just seen, (laughs) Paris, come on. I mean, are we just trying to be stupid and we got nothing else? You're telling me there's nothing else. I'm going to put this up on my Facebook page, Jeff Fisher Radio, and you can look at models wearing models, okay? Okay. And it just, while it has some kind of sexual connotation, it really is not, uh, let's say, fashion. Uh, And maybe I'm not a modern man, uh, according to the New York Times of fashion, uh, 27 ways to be what the modern man is. Uh, If the modern man thinks that this isn't just a stupid, uh, then I'm not a modern man i mean it's funny and it's i get it it's part of the ha 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 paris with paris fashion week but it really is uh dumb and then we move on to the goth uh almost the goth almost uh almost islamic wear uh modern islamic wear almost that uh not quite but pretty damn close and then they have smiles with motorcycle. It's just, come on, we can do better than that. We can do better than that. I'll put that up on my Facebook page. We we can definitely do better than that at the Paris Fashion Week. I have so much more confidence in you than that. It's unbelievable. Speaking of Simple to Lose, and those of you know that I, you know, hopped on Simple to Lose about four years ago and I lost, you know, 120 pounds and in uh, the first six months and, and you know now it's been it's been four years 
and I uh, am still down, uh, not down 120 though, but I'm still down, and I'm I'm really working on uh, getting back down to the uh, 120 mark. But I just got this email yesterday from uh, one of our uh, Blaze subscribers, and I just thought it was I thought it was really cool, and I wanted to share it with you. Uh, I really wanted to share with you guys, as of this morning, I've lost 75 pounds with Simple to Lose. And, talk about, uh, you know, what a great customer this is. Uh, My first batch of freeze-dried broccoli will come out of the harvest right in about an hour. You guys have changed my life and my family's lives in so many positive ways. I just wanted you to know. Well, caffeinated in Texas, or actually it's caffeinated Texan, uh, is the handle. She goes by on the feed, theblaze.com slash the feed, for those of you that uh, subscribe to the Blaze and join us uh, during the radio show and Pat and Stu show on the feed. Uh, caffeinated in Texas does. Uh, thank you. Thank you. You change many of our lives too and you too can change your life with simple to lose hello simple to lose.com and then i want the harvest right too huh? i love that this is the jeff fisher show only on the blaze radio network Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Michael Pelka, Puro Pelka, coming up immediately following this broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. Selfies. We love taking pictures of ourselves. We've got phones. We've got tablets. We've got little cameras, big cameras other people's cameras so we're taking pictures of ourselves selfies and then when it's you and someone else we now call it an ussy when we are taking pictures everywhere and we love taking selfies now there have been some stupid selfie plans going on it's a story about a woman who was seen taking a selfie with her boyfriend the boyfriend had a gun uh, the Snapchat selfies, and uh, then a little while later, she was found uh, shot in the head. Uh, perhaps we shouldn't have taken the selfie before we shot her. Now you're guilty of murder. We have people taking, we've closed parks because people want to take selfies with wild bears. Uh, we try to get as close as we can to take that selfie with bears. People are getting hurt. You know, people trying to take selfies with zoo animals and getting hurt. We have people trying to take selfies on cliffs, mountaintops, and falling off. I mean, really. Do we not know, hey, I'm going to take a selfie here. 
It's a cliff. This is as far as I'm going to go. I guess not. We have people taking selfies. Talk about uh, life in the train age. Uh, We have people getting killed on train tracks, uh, taking selfies, getting portraits done on train tracks. That was a tough one for me to understand. Uh, First, a lot of times in metropolitan areas, I mean, it's pretty tough to get on the tracks. You got a, there's a, really a number of places where you can actually, you know, get out on the tracks, you know, safely without jumping off platforms and stuff. So it's a pretty good idea that you'll see the train coming. You'll hear the train coming around the bend. I'm pretty sure. Uh, while they're going pretty fast, and they may be going faster than they look like they're going, uh, you perhaps may want to get out of the way. So people are getting killed taking selfies on train tracks, too. Uh, wow. And then we had the girls at the ballpark that made uh, huge rounds over the past week. Uh, the girls from the uh, University of Arizona took taking you know hundreds of selfies of themselves. We love taking pictures of ourselves. We love it. And when you just look at the pictures of these girls, you think, oh, my, they've lost their minds. Well, they have maybe lost their minds, but the ballpark did ask for it. They were trying to, you know, win some prize at the ballpark, so they asked them to take selfies of themselves and send in it, send it in with the hashtag and, you know, try to, you know, win some prize, which, you know, does happen from time to time. Uh, and But they were, uh, you know, out of control taking the selfies. Uh, then we have the story about a model who attempted to blackmail, uh, the hockey star with the post sex selfie. Uh, she took a picture of her and the hockey star in bed. He was sleeping, uh, Jagger, Yarmir Jagger. Now, she took the shot and then uh, tried to blackmail the hockey player, the professional hockey player in the place where the Panthers, for a couple thousand dollars. I mean, why didn't she just say, hey, I'll have sex with you? I mean, she didn't feel blackmail is different than being a hooker. Instead of just saying, hey, I'll have sex with you, give me two grand, and he could say yes or no, hey, I know I'll have sex with him, and then I'll just take a take a selfie of me while he's sleeping in bed and he'll give me two grand yeah okay i mean you know stars have it try to happen to him all the time right i mean that's why you have handlers and that's why you know if you have an opportunity to hook up you may say uh give your phone to that person and you can have it back when the night is over however our professional hockey player said, uh, uh, yeah, no, get bent. Uh, I don't care. Uh, yes, I had sex with you, and, uh, you know, you're welcome. Thank you. I'm 43. You're 18. Uh, have a nice day. Uh, take care of yourself. And this so-called model who's trying to, you know, get a couple of grand from the hockey player. She's got, she's a, you know, a hockey groupie because her boyfriend is a, a hockey player, a prospect. And Yamir is like his idol. 
So now he's pissed and breaking up with her because you know she's out hooking around with his idol. And now people have actually started uh, taking selfies with the hashtag, uh, you know, selfie Jagger, uh, Jagger selfie, and they show themselves with you know a bottle of Jagermeister, uh, empty pillow. I mean, it's really funny, and it backfired on her really good. And I'm glad to see that it backfired on her because, I mean, look, come on now. And I'm glad to see that, uh, you know, at least my man had the guts to say, yeah, uh, yes, I had sex with her. And, uh, yes, uh, you can say all you want and take the picture and show it out there, but uh, no problem because, uh, yes, that was me. And uh, get over yourself. Okay. Well, then we have a new survey. The people born after 1980 will take more than 25,000 selfies in their lifetime. Wow. Wow. We spend 54 hours a year taking selfies. That seems a little high, but I guess maybe, you know, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, more than half of people fix their hair before they take a selfie. 47% practice their facial expression. Uh, People stand up to seven minutes taking and retaking selfies to try and get the perfect one. 47% of people think it's okay to take a picture of themselves during childbirth and 30% think it's okay during sex. 20% think it's okay to take one during a funeral. So we are living in a selfie world. Hashtag selfie world. It is amazing that we are in this selfie world. And everybody loves taking pictures of themselves. Just taking pictures of yourself. And I don't know if uh, I heard right, but perhaps if you... uh, you know, listen to Michael Pelka's show coming up right after this one. I think you have the possibility of winning uh, a really, really a luxurious prize from Mike if you uh, take a selfie of yourself and hashtag it uh, Opelka Selfie. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. So, Walking Dead. Next weekend, baby. We're back on track to the regular Walking Dead. Uh, I should use the sounder, but eh, can't reach my phone. The soundtrack. So, I'm looking at the uh, Bloomhouse House. Uh, Blum, Blum, B-L-U-M, house.com, new, uh, new site. Uh, you can check it out. One of, the, one of the stories they have up is the five most shocking deaths 
on The Walking Dead. Now, we have the uh, latest uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, last week, uh, is this, this is the last week of that show. Uh, first of all, let me introduce Aaron Hernandez. He co-hosts the Talking Walking Dead uh, podcast that we do, uh, which will start uh, uh, next week, by the way. Yes, it will. Again, uh, as we uh, recap and look forward to the future of the the real Walking Dead show, not this new bougie one that's trying to you know hang on to the coattails of the new one, of the old one. Um, this is the last week of the new one, right? Fear Walking Dead. This is it. Finally, okay, and so finally starting to get good, which is fun. Right, right. This is uh, last week was episode five, and uh, it was actually not bad. It was decent, which is surprising. I almost gave up on week four. The week before, <laughs> I I almost shut it off. I don't blame you. It's been going slow, and the characters kind of suck. But finally, we've introduced some interesting characters, and uh, the plot points actually getting someplace. So this particular uh, episode on fear uh, was actually, I think, if it would have been like episode two instead of five, uh, would have been so much better. And maybe episode three. I'll give you three. Maybe one and two should have been episodes. Episode one should have been maybe one and two, and episode two should have been two and three, you know, edited down. Yeah, they could have condensed it. Maybe. Man, you know, and added maybe a couple of things that uh, I would have done. Now, they obviously, I, my phone must have been busy. I uh, must not have known. I must have had it shut off. Maybe I had it in airplane mode, but they didn't, I didn't get a call from them uh, asking me what they should do uh, to the episodes. is a little disappointing to me. Uh, so uh, are we, uh, we got next week for the, the new Walking Dead. Yep. Right? Uh, oh, man. And uh, I got to tell you, one of the saving graces of, Fear, uh, the latest Walking Dead, was being able to at least see the uh, see the previews of the uh, of the new one coming up. <laughs> I, I, in my opinion, I think this is going to be the best season yet, um, just because it's it's going into my favorite story arc of the entire series, uh, as far as in the comic books, what's written ahead. Um, it it's, gets really good, really dark, and uh, we're not giving away. Too much. Uh, a lot of zombies oh. die. A lot of zombies die. Right? And why haven't I one of them? <laughs> I am really ticked that they haven't called me to be. I want to be a. All I want to do is be a dead walker. That's it. One can dream. I just want to be killed on TV. How do you want to go? I don't care. I really, I really don't. I just want. I want to be a walker, and I want to be killed. Crossbow to the head. That's okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, you know, whatever I could, whatever it'll be on fire, whatever. I just wanted to be killed, but no, they don't come again. Again, it must have been the same day that my phone was missing or something because I didn't get a call from them. It was very disappointing. So I'm looking at this list of the uh, five, according to a Blumhouse, the five most shocking deaths on Walking Dead, and uh, the one is the Grove, with uh, as they uh, kill a uh, little uh, Lizzie and Mika's death. Uh, she's crazy talking to the walkers and playing with them. And then there's the Beth death scene. Uh, there's Welcome to the Tombs with the governor. And uh, Andrea dies. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that was kind of good. That, that wasn't bad. I'll give you that. And the Lizzie one wasn't bad either. She was whacked out of her mind and everybody wanted her dead at the time. So, I mean, it was good to see her go. She needed to go way before then. 
I agree. Uh, and and the Beth the Beth death scene. I mean, it was to be honest with you, uh, everybody loved Beth so much. I was glad to see her go. Me too. When you I, start feeling in love with somebody like that, okay, let's move on. And I thought it was kind of a sucker way they did it. So I, I, it was kind of a crappy death. It shouldn't be on that list. It was whatever. Really? Yeah, it was a whatever death. How did she? Oh, because the police officer, the lady in the hospital, right? The lady in the hospital. Yeah, it was whatever. They, she should have went out like good, you know, torn That's true. up, eaten alive, right. something cool, right? Something, something cool like a uh, homeboy in the uh, the the. The Noah did in the doors. Yes, at he, the at the at the shop or whatever. That's number one in, in my book. And he saved their lives. That was great. He saved their lives and knew you know everybody knew that they he was gonna he was gonna die. He got eaten up, got torn up by saving their lives. That was tremendous. It was. And You're it was right. Disgusting. I right. It was disgusting. It was horrifying. It was perfect. Right, and they, you're, I give you that. She should have died that way. She should she should have gone down. Something and, good, you know. And uh, you had uh, Sophie's death. That was a long time ago. Sophie's death. That was that, that was pretty tragic. You know what I mean? That was pretty tragic. But once again, I, I think Noah takes the cake, man. Yeah, that was out of all of those. Yeah, no question, no question. Because the rest of them were uh, were predictable. They were. Uh, Noah was really good, and uh, I didn't think Andrea was going to die. She still could. We could still could pull her out of the case. Because we heard, what, one bullet, one yeah. shot, right? So she could have just, you know, shot the walker again or something and still been alive in the tombs. Maybe maybe that might huh? be a, a story arc to come back because uh, without giving... But she was yeah. bitten, though, right? She seems... Yeah, she was bitten, so I think she's done. See? But in yeah, the comic so. book, she's still alive. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah, see? So she's still going in the comic book. I so like that. I'm they're, tell- they're changing things up here. All right. Enough of Walking Dead. They better be good this season. That's all I'm saying. The, the, the season, this season better be good. It's coming up on the 11th. Okay, next weekend we'll go into it a little bit in depth after on Talking Walking Dead on the podcast. Hey, anybody tell you you look great today? No? Well, you do. You look fantastic. I mean that, really. Except you're not really gonna wear that all day, are you? Ooh. All right. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network.